At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the Visa Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN Live Bet tonight. Bet me a bet fay alongside Wes Reynolds, where it's a live betting extravaganza to where if you don't have a bet leading up to a game, we'll find one in game over the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show at VSIN Live on Twitter. At Wes Reynolds1 is where you can find Wes. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And make sure to use that hashtag on Twitter as well. Hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a question or a bet, we'll talk about it here on the show. Coming up, Matt Grill, DraftKings trading manager, joins us in 15 minutes. One of our most important segments of the week will reveal the college football look-ahead lines for Week 7 over at DK, Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Michigan, USC, Utah, among others. A lot of heavy hitters on the Week 7 card. Week 6 in college football actually began tonight over at the bounce house between SMU and UCF. Right now, the Mustangs lead at 13-10, but UCF just almost scampers in for the touchdown there. Looks like we're going to get a score there at the bounce house coming up shortly. The MLB regular season is over. Wes and I will look over the bracket as we try to plan ahead for some in-series betting this postseason. Then also the NBA preseason continues tonight with Suns-Lakers in Las Vegas. We'll have our eyes on that as well as UCF just goes in for the touchdown. But Wes, like I ask you every show, Mm -hmm. is there a live bet to be made right now? Maybe. Over well, at the bounce house. Well, probably the bet to be made in the second half. Unfortunately, I didn't make it. 33.5 was the second half total. UCF strikes first here uh, just about a minute 46 off the clock. So now we adjust to 61. I think with the halftime line, it was about 56.5 in terms mm-hmm. of the in game total. This did see money. It closed about 65 market wide. So now you're seeing 61.5. And really, what I saw in the first half, uh, what little I saw of the game, SMU, they, they are a tempo team. They ran like 3.35 plays a minute in, in the first half. They are one of the fastest tempo teams. They're over six yards a play, 287 yards already. But UCF, a very nice drive here. Uh, John Riss Plumley uh, goes ahead and, uh, and was capping it off. Isaiah Bowser, by the way, does get in for the touchdown. Five plays, 79 yards, about a minute and a half off the clock. So starting to trend over a little bit because – SMU, I, I really think a lot of what I have seen, they've kind of stopped themselves, and they're only one of eight on third down because you look and it's like this team had almost 300 yards of offense in the first half, and they only have 13 points, that there's something to miss here. They're running the ball five yards a clip, 
and you know a little under seven yards of pass attempt. That's not bad, but it's the two turnovers that have kept this game close on the SMU side. As they're trailing right now by four, 13-14 left to go here in the third quarter. So do you believe that the scoring will kind of continue in SMU? Maybe we get some of that positive regression after I, turning the football over, and now they can maybe punch I, it in. I mean, I, I, I would think so. Uh, I, you know, missed the number, so I'm not going to chase it. But I, I just think Rhett Lashley, you know, with this air raid that, he, that he's running, it's tempo, tempo, tempo. I've watched these guys a couple times this year. They're never out of it because I remember I took it over a couple weeks ago. I think it was, T- it was TCU and SMU. is over 71. That's a big total even in yeah. college football. And, you know, had to wait till the end, but it's like SMU had enough time and they're just going to keep running that offense. So if they can avoid the turnovers, I think that they can move on UCF. And we were in here for a game, I think it was Louisville and UCF, where UCF mm-hmm. really did nothing in the yeah. second half. It, but, it, it but, they, but they but they were pretty <laughs> permissible uh, to, to Louisville. So, uh, you know, I think both these teams are going to continue to move the ball pretty well. Uh, John Plumley, by the way, has been relatively effective tonight as a passer. 12 and 19 for 141. That's kind of, you know, a lot of the big topic of discussion is that this guy, you know, can run that zone read. And remember, he mm-hmm. ran the, the Ole Miss offense with uh, Rich Rod, which allows you to run a little bit more as a quarterback. And Plumley's already ran eight times, but he's got to be better as a passer. And he hasn't been in the couple games that I have watched of this team. So the number being what it is right now, UCF laying three uh, on the money line. They're minus 175. You can get SMU plus 140 on the money line. Anything for you on the side? I know you've been talking mainly about this total, but what about the side here in this game? Yeah, if I were to look at it, I, I'd lean SMU plus three minus $1.20. I think that they they are the better team. They did get scored on right away here, but I just think that they have the ability to make more explosive plays in the passing game down the field necessarily than UCF does. So that would certainly be my lean going forward. We'll be continuing to watch this game, see mm-hmm. if we can find a spot at some point. Well, I'm looking at the drive result props over at DraftKings. Punt is the favorite outcome at plus 135. Touchdown, plus 165. Field goal attempt, plus 320. And turnover, turnover on downs or safety is at plus 650. You think they get a response here in a TD on this drive? I do. I do. I, I just think, you know, they got to avoid the turnover. So I, I would say, you know, and the offense, by the way, offensive score, this kind of an always an interesting prop where they have the drive result grouped mm-hmm. minus 115 on the yes, basically minus 115 on the no. So, uh, yeah, I, I think SMU, if, if they can just, you know, they, they got to, if they need to stay out of third down, basically, because yes. they're one of eight tonight on third down and this is such an explosive offense and when you get that when you get this like air raid offense one of the things that's really hard to do is is score in the red zone mm-hmm. it's like you get all these chunk plays down the field and then the field becomes so much more condensed so that's the one thing uh, that might pause some concern for smu but uh tanner mordecai gonna come back out for the first Let's drive go. of the second half 17 13 ucf smu plus three minus a dollar 20 go mustangs just bet it uh went ahead and bet that TD for drivers all that plus 165, mm-hmm. but I bet it with my live bet tonight bucks. Just have a little fun here. These are all my live bet tonight bucks because we do have the DraftKings exemption since we are in the state of Nevada. So nothing, nothing too crazy here. My live bet tonight buck bets are like right. 0.001 units. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. think that we bet, but a uh, little fun here just to kind of sweat this out and see what comes of this drive right now with SMU starting on the 25 yard line. So I think that we can get a tutty here. As uh, yeah, we're already we're already moving here. SMU. There, there we, we go. go. Eight yards oh, on positive. the first play. That's what we're looking for. And uh, you know, no rest for the wicked. They're gonna get right up there and try to get lined up. And uh, you know, that's the name of the game in college football now. Run as many mm-hmm. plays as you can, as fast as you can. And certainly, SMU does that. Rhett Lashley, of course, the uh, coach at SMU. He was the OC a couple years ago when uh, Sonny Dykes was still there. And went to Miami, was the offensive coordinator at the U for a year, had De'Eric King with him. Now back at SMU, they tried the zone read with Tanner Mordecai, nothing doing, so it's going to be third and short for the Mustangs. Has there been anything that has surprised you through the first half of play here? I know you mentioned the turnovers and SMU not being able to convert, as I think they might actually be on fourth and one. Yeah, this spot, it might be fourth and about like three or four inches. There you go. That's why we put little uh, .001 units on this one, because I don't know if they're going to go for this. Maybe they will. But uh, usually, uh, yeah, teams punt in this yeah, spot. Yeah, looks here. like they're looks like they're leaving the offense on the on oh, I the love field it. though. Let's go, Lashley. Yeah, I I, I think that this, guy, this guy is pretty aggressive. Tanner Mordecai is not going to the sidelines. They've actually, despite the fact they've been poor on third down, they've been really good on fourth down, second and two. So look, uh, 
Here we go. Line up in the shotgun. Let's see if this if this uh, transpires for the Mustangs. I'm, I'm so used to watching NFL football where this is just auto punt, and I forget that the college kids actually end up going for it. And they're no, gonna get stopped. Stop. Uh, tried a little. Tried a little <laughs> flare pass to the receiver and just couldn't break that tackle. And that and that's what that play. I mean, you got to have your guy break a tackle yeah. there or make so, somebody miss. Yeah, I I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't necessarily like that design. And look. Uh, I, I was watching that discussion on another show about, hey, you know, get the quarterback under center and you're at least kind of a threat to run the ball and that opens up play action. Some of these college coaches might want to follow that lead yeah. because I see these guys running the gun and I know that's what you normally do and you want to space the field basically. Defenses but are built to stop that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't like that philosophy necessarily it, when you've got to do it on short yardage. Well, neither did the betting market because this was a three point spread after that failed fourth down attempt. UCF now links six yeah, and a half. short short field at the thirty three yard line. So absolutely. So now UCF uh, to go was to gonna try special? a little razzle dazzle to get a home run, yeah. but they end up uh, losing a few yards on that play. They were they also, were trying can, something. Can we retire Philly special? Everybody's seen it. I know. We all know how to defend it. I know. Can we just stop going to that? If, if I guess yeah. if you're a defense that lets the Philly special be a success mm-hmm. against you, that defensive coordinator should be fired because yeah. this has been going on for about five years now. Well, Everybody copying the we, same. We play. we need to bring in the uh, annexation <laughs> of Puerto Rico. I <laughs> yeah, I, I think go. Femi or because uh, yeah. none of these kids have seen the movie where that comes from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're probably like. <laughs> You know, what the hell is that? <laughs> and they don't know what to do. Drive result, by the way, plus 145 on the field goal, yeah. $2 on the touchdown, $3 on the punt, 425 turnover or TOD. So short yards gain on second. So this is going to be third and long for the Golden Knights. I think that was a record for me in terms of losing a bet. <laughs> At least yeah. on this we, show. We prefer we prefer quick deaths <laughs> rather than prolonged illnesses. But that, when you do the micro betting, that's what happened. Because I believe we did one with baseball where I made a bet, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is done. But mm-hmm. uh, I think this is the fastest. Four plays, and, and, mm-hmm. it, and it was over. Uh, so that's, that's what happens sometimes and, when you, you micro-bet. Know, you know, but that's you, why you do it responsibly. Yes. If you're going to do it, yes. do it responsibly. Make sure you take down the stake size a little bit mm-hmm. or maybe even a lot of bit because uh, anything can happen here is unfortunately I went four and out on this one is right now the uh, SMU defense is trying to stand up tall. Yeah, UCF there. might be going three and out here too. John Riss Plumley doesn't are. gain much. They actually, I think they actually lost seven yards on three plays on that drive. That is great field position that they get. Yep. And now you see the adjustment UCF uh, though now minus three minus one twenty five earlier in the half. It was SMU plus three minus a dollar twenty. So, Total goes back down to 57 and a half. Uh, I don't believe that they're – are they going to try a 54-yarder here? I think so. I mean, that's a big drop-off in the total. It was 63 earlier, now 58. No, they're going to go ahead and punt, even though their kicker is named Boomer. Oh, so I figured your kicker's name Boomer. Why not try it? They've already made one from 41. I I, I can't endorse punting from the 39-yard. Yeah. I can't endorse that. Yeah. And and, and maybe they end up pulling this off. And, yeah, that's a heck of a – Heck of a punt there. They yeah, get it, down it, to the two. it does get them down to the two. So but nice. Effort. I, I just, just philosophically, I, 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 I can't usually do it. don't like that either. I understand. Can't okay, you didn't want to have a college kicker try like a fifty-five yarder was what it would have been, but nevertheless, uh, seventeen to thirteen, nine thirty-two left to go. UCF minus three and a half, minus a dollar five fifty-seven on the total. The hook is showing. Interested in the Mustangs? Maybe we'll talk about that on the other side. We're just getting started. It's Vsin live bet tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circa Resort in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Watching a little college football tonight here on a Wednesday night. SMU taking on UCF right now. The Knights' three point favorites on the live line over at DraftKings. Moneyline SMU plus 145, UCF minus 180. To, to talk some more college football, we bring in our guy like we do every single time at this time slot. Every Wednesday, Matt Grill, trading manager over there at DraftKings. Matt, we appreciate the time as always this evening. And before we get into the college football games that we can look ahead to in week seven, you told us during the break that you guys have seen a lot of action live with this game between SMU and UCF. Why don't you let the folks at home know uh, what you guys have been seeing across the window? Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, first half, it was uh, really right out of the gates, a bunch of SMU money, money line, uh, the short price, plus 110, plus 125, as we saw. Now taking the points, still piling on SMU, so we're definitely going to have a, a decision here in this game. It's a standalone Wednesday night game, no baseball going on, no real other sports, so everyone's uh, tuned in to ESPN2, watching this SMU-UCF game. Good game. Yeah, and by the way, that line currently at DraftKings, now uh, minus 3, minus 115 on both sides, 57 and a half. On the total is uh, SMU still going to be pinned deep here. So far, UCF 7-0 in the second half. Uh, Matt, looking at next week, and, you know, it seems like this week, even though it's going to draw a lot of action and we got some good matchups, it almost seems like a little bit of the calm before the storm where we got some real marquee matchups here on the weekend of October 15th. And uh, nothing more marquee than that third Saturday in October there in Knoxville, going to be Alabama and Tennessee you're given nine and a half with uh, roll tide here. I believe you had higher on the game of the year this summer. Uh, so uh, was that the biggest difference in terms of what you priced, uh, the three and a half point difference, or did you have bigger differences in other games from your game of the year prices? Yeah, as you mentioned, game of the year line over the summer was 13 Alabama this game. A couple things have changed. Obviously, uh, Milrow going this week most likely against A&M. We'll, we'll see on a kind of a day-to-day, week-to-week basis with Bryce Young. But Alabama is still obviously going to be the, the favorite here, land around this 9.5-10. Our first couple bets on this game were in Alabama, laying the 9.5. So just going to have to wait and see what changes the next 10 days or so before that game to see what the status of Bryce Young is. But it should be a great game. Could be deciding uh, both divisions potentially. Matt, out in the Big Ten, Michigan will be hosting Penn State over in Ann Arbor. I'm sure it's going to be the big noon kickoff game, high-profile game out there in the Big Ten. But the Wolverines laying 10.5 there over at your guys' shop here. Uh, what it went into that number here with two teams that have been unbeaten? Penn State has also looked pretty solid, sometimes a little shaky like they did against Northwestern, but by and large, they've been living up to expectations now going up to Ann Arbor to take on the Wolverines. Yeah, game was seven and a half over the summer. Penn State the last couple of weeks has not looked very impressive against Central Michigan and, and Northwestern. Trouble on offense a little bit last week. Sean Clifford has not been too impressive. Give them a bit of a downgrade. Michigan really went into Iowa, didn't have much of a problem there. They've looked impressive pretty much every week. A little a uh, bit of a trouble against Maryland, but got past that. Looked again in the past week, like I mentioned. And we kind of thought that might entice a little bit of public play here on getting this ten and a half on Penn State. And the first couple bets we took were on the Nittany Lions. So we'll see if this one ends up in in ten days. Matt, uh, USC and Utah has been highly anticipated all summer. That was a big topic of discussion. Okay, who's better? You know, Utah has kind of been 
the king of the Pac-12, really, the best program in the conference the last few years. Now USC with Lincoln Riley and that explosive offense, Caleb Williams and company comes in. This is minus four this week uh, in or next week in Salt Lake. I, th- I believe you had three and a half over the summer. So look, uh, USC, the offense has been good as advertised, but not much of an adjustment in the market considering these guys seem to get faded every week most for the most part. Yeah, it's pretty much the same number as the game of the year over the summer, three and a half we had. So both teams, you know, possibly a little bit of an upgrade from where they began the season at Utah. I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago with you guys that you look back at their results a couple of years at home and they've just really obliterated everyone that's that's gone there by two plus touchdowns. So you see can see them getting the the public support here. Utah could be the sharp side. You know, maybe this lines up ends up three and maybe goes up to five. We'll see. But we're, we're thinking it's to be in that range right around four there. We're speaking with Matt Grill, DraftKings trading manager, talking about college football week seven look-ahead lines over at DK. LSU Florida is interesting over in the swamp right now. The Gators, three-point favorites against the Tigers for next week's showdown. Which direction do you think the line is more likely to move? Because three being the most key number in football, if LSU goes ahead and beats Tennessee, do we maybe see a favorite flip? Or if the Gators look impressive against Mizzou, maybe they're laying more than a field goal. Which, which side do you think this one ends up getting bet come, uh, come weekend time? Yeah, tough game. I think these are pretty equal teams for the most part. Maybe LSU is slightly better, so end up with a field goal on Florida here. It could be kind of a low-scoring game. Uh, both teams pretty battle-tested, so it should be another good game in the SEC there. And uh, another good game in the SEC, potentially. You have Mississippi State minus one and a half at Kentucky. Kentucky took their first loss of the season. A close loss at Ole Miss uh, had first and goal. With a minute left to go, Will Levis goes ahead and fumbles, and uh, Ole Miss hangs on for the win. And now uh, Kentucky this week, by the way, has South Carolina. Looks like some money has actually hit the board. I'm already aboard the Gamecocks, but seeing as low as 7.5 in the market, I think it's 8 at DraftKings. So, uh, Matt, uh, what made you want to make Mississippi State the favorite on the road against the Wildcats? Yeah, it's interesting. Today, when we were going over the games, this was uh, kind of a major point of contention, this game, you know, kind of where to put this game. So some of us had Kentucky favorites, some of us had Miss State favorite. I personally had it straight pick them. We ended up selling on one and a half with Miss State. They've had a lot of support in the market. Kentucky, they probably should have won that game at uh, Ole Miss last week. Couldn't get it done. A couple uh, red zone fumbles there by Will Levis, unfortunately. I don't really think Kentucky's done anything wrong. It's just that Miss State has looked very impressive against some tough competition so far. Oklahoma State TCU is going to be another interesting one next week. TCU been one of the bigger surprises in college football, as well as their opponent this week against Kansas. If the Horn Frogs look impressive once again, coming off of the big performance last week against Oklahoma here, just how much have you had to upgrade this team, and where do you think that this line could settle by the time we get to next Saturday? Yeah, a really good game of the Big 12 here. Both teams, you know, on the upswing, both teams have been bet on teams. So, again, a little bit of a tough number to make. Uh, Oak State, we still feels a little bit better on a neutral, so that's how we ended up on our, our line of TCU minus one. Matt, uh, in the Big 10 next week, we didn't think, uh, besides Penn State, Michigan, we thought maybe that was going to be the only big game, but it could be Minnesota and Illinois because the uh, Big 10 West absolutely wide open. So, you know, looking and seeing Minnesota minus one, you've got Illinois as a favorite over Iowa this week, minus three and a half. Are you guys buying into the Illini in the DK trading room? <laughs> Not really a game that you, when you look at the, the next week's slate, you think you'd be doing a look at line, but there, there we are. Good game in the Big Ten West. Illinois, actually, I think they lead the country in scoring defense, 8.4, 8.5 points a game. Chase Brown, the running back, I think leads the Big Ten in rushing, been very impressive. Uh, Minnesota, they're coming off a bye week. They're going to get a chance to heal. Ibrahim did not play against Purdue. They missed him. Uh, he sh- hopefully should be helping for this game. Still see Minnesota probably laying a real short number there, but again, this one could go the other way. Depends how Illinois and it looks this week against Iowa. Clemson's taking on Florida State next week in Tallahassee, laying five over there at DraftKings. But I'm curious from a more general standpoint with the Tigers because a lot of the discussion in the offseason was how Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia were ahead of the rest of the college football world here. Is the gap shrinking with Clemson looking impressive so far at a win against NC State and Death Valley this past Saturday? Is Clemson starting to reach that sort of echelon, that elite group here, or do you still have them closer to the rest of the country? 
No, I think they're still a step behind those other programs. And in fact, I, I have them about a field goal plus uh, behind Michigan as it stands right now in my rating. So, but yeah, Clemson, they're getting things together the last couple of weeks. You know, they, they went to overtime against Wake, got it done. NC State, low, uh, early deficit, ended up coming back, covering that spread, winning by 10. So I think they're coming around, looking better uh, week by week here. So it should be an interesting game against the Seminoles, depending on what Florida State does against NC State. Matt, the uh, most of sports media are all a flutter because the Syracuse Orange are 5-0 and and have already gone over their win total this season. They're getting NC State, NC State minus four. Of course, the Wolfpack off that loss to Clemson uh, last week. Are you buying into the Orange, or are they just uh, really the beneficiaries of a soft schedule thus far? I think we're buying in a little bit. You know, the the ACC Atlantic division, if you guys look at it, it's a really – uh, deep and good division this year. So there's games every week that are going into deciding this this division, this being one of them. So uh, NC State, you know, they're going to have a tough game this week against Florida State. Then got to go up to the Carrier Dome or whatever it's called now and face uh, an Orange team who's been pretty good so far this season. Matt, before we let you go here, we've got about 30 seconds left. I want to talk to you about this week's game, Red River going on in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Texas, Oklahoma, you guys opened this on the look ahead OU laying three after this past weekend. Now Texas as a seven-point favorite. What do you think the money's going to show this weekend here in the Red River rivalry? Yeah, this is what's going to happen when you lose Dylan Gabriel to a possible concussion. And then the defense from the, the Sooners is just looking so bad against the Horned Frogs. So end up having a 10-point line swing. It's, it's rare, but can't happen, obviously, as evidenced by this week. Uh, but, you know, I don't think Oklahoma's quite dead this game. I, I think that they're going to show up to this game. I, I think, uh, you know, they still have a little bit left in the tank. We'll see how General Booty or whoever plays quarterback does this game. And I think they're still going to give a long horse a game, if not pull off an upset, potentially still. He is Matt Grill, DraftKings Trading Manager. Matt, we appreciate the time as always, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Matt. It's a big adjustment in the Red River, and and that's one of the reasons why we do this segment is not only because of the injury, but because of what we saw in Fort Worth when OU just got the brakes beat off of them here. Some value to be had for next week's games, and we'll talk about that on the other side, as well as get you caught up between UCF and SMU here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here at the VEASAN Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We just had Matt Grill from DraftKings. Join us talking some week seven college mm-hmm. football look ahead lines. But Wes, first, let's get back to what's going on at the bounce house in Orlando. UCF leads SMU 17 to 13. Scoring has slowed down dramatically. Total right now of Dra- at DraftKings sitting at 53 and a half. UCF now back up to six point favorites as they're driving it uh, into SMU territory here late third quarter. Yeah, and uh, it's almost a scary hit from John Plumley. He's not a very big guy, but, you know, kind of bent in half, but uh, bounced back up. Rough start, but he's starting to get in a little bit of rhythm here in the second half. Total now down to 53 is going to be second and nine from the 28 for UCF. Uh, like you said, very little scoring here in this half so far. Yeah, the Knights came out with their hair on fire. They scored, and SMU just hasn't been able to uh... – Put a drive together here. Yeah, Plumlee on the move once again there. Uh, as the Knights try to make this a two-score game, we'll keep our eyes on that. Anything for you before we shift back to what Matt was talking about? Uh, I'm going to wait on this total. I'd like okay. to see maybe if it will go to uh, around 50-ish and then go ahead and go over for that. So I'm kind of waiting to see if maybe they get held to three here, UCF. Okay, so field goal may be a chance to uh, activate mm-hmm. the over bets perhaps. But it uh, looks like something positive. Yeah, I was, I, was regre- <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was regretting the fact that I missed it at halftime, and I, I certainly did. That's and not going to be a field goal. That's a touchdown for yeah. UCF. So now double-digit lead for the, uh, for the Knights, and uh, extra point going to be pending. But as of now, 23-13, to 3.07 left to go in the third quarter. So does, now that it's a two-score game, do you think that opens things up a touch here, or 
is SMU a little bit compromised having to it, play from behind? It could open it, open it up, but SMU, they just, they haven't been able to like sustain drives really. They've been getting mm-hmm. a bunch of yards, but they haven't been able to look. They're uh, one of 10 on third down there, one of eight in the first half, already 0 of two. So you got to be able to, uh, you know, if you get held to third, to third down, you got to be able to convert them. So, uh, now UCF up to 11 actually here in the third quarter and uh, just looking at that updated line, minus 7.5 for UCF, uh, minus 115 on both sides. I'm seeing SMU, Mordecai is known for 230 yards there with an interception. So they've been able to move it in the passing game. Uh, they've been taking some vertical shots, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this opens things up here for that total to potentially go over. I know you were hoping for something around yeah. the 50th range if there was a field yeah, goal. That did, yeah, that unfortunately is not going to happen. But uh, That's how it crumbles SMU on the next drive, uh, often, no offensive score actually the favorite, minus 130 plus a dollar if you think it's going to be an offensive score. 150 on the touchdown, 180 on the punt, 320 on the TOTOD, 425 on the field goal attempt. What do you think happens? I am going to say turnover on downs. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Lashley, he's shown that fourth and one from his own 30. Yeah, I mean, look, they're going for it the rest of the time, so I'm definitely not betting field goal, especially when they're down two scores, even though it would technically make it one score. But, yeah, UCF has been the much better team. John Plumley now very much in rhythm, started two of six. Now 15 of 23 for 205 and a touchdown. Well, while we're uh, watching this game, is Gus Malzahn getting the troops fired up there for UCF? Let's take a look at some of these college football games. And I want to start actually with this week's games before we get into the week seven openers. We'll have time to discuss that. But just to show you why it's important to pay attention to some of these openers and maybe take advantage of them as well, we've seen some massive movements. We talked to Matt about it mm-hmm. in the last segment, <laughs> the 10-point swing in the Red River rivalry. Now, a lot of that has to do with Dylan Gabriel getting injured. We don't know if he's going to play for the Sooners. Brett Venables so far has kind of been hush-hush about it. I'm sure we'll find out Saturday morning. But OU was laying three last week on the look-ahead. Now Texas is laying seven. But like Matt said, and Mm -hmm. I agree with him, the Sooners are going to come out with an inspired performance. This is Red River. The underdog is always live in Mm -hmm. Red River. Oftentimes... it's very rare that you see a blowout and the underdog is just nothing. I think that we're going to get an inspired performance from Oklahoma to where I think at this number, despite the uncertainty about Gabriel, it's probably Oklahoma or pass. Yeah, and you wonder if this is a little bit of an overreaction on the Texas side because they did play Alabama so close, certainly had their chances to win that ball game. Then they beat UTSA. They lose in Lubbock to Texas Tech and, uh, you know, covered – relatively easy against West Virginia, but it's it's still Hudson Card going, uh, not Quinn Eurus, who uh, we, you know, we anticipated was going to be the starting quarterback pretty much through the duration. So Quinn Eurus, by the way, I think still listed as questionable, but I still think they're probably going to stick with Card, even if Ewers is given the clearance to go, that they would go ahead and stick with that. I haven't seen an announcement to indicate otherwise from Steve Sarkeesian, but yeah, I do think that this is a it, it, this is a little bit of a curious, you know, big move. I think here with Oklahoma, Oklahoma, but I think it, it was the fact that they look so bad against <laughs> yeah. TCU. The fact yes. that you know <clears throat> the Kansas State game, and I was on K State a couple weeks ago. That's just K <clears throat> State always kind of seems to have their number. You know, Chris mm-hmm. Kleeman, I think is like uh, I think he's covered every game since he's been there in Manhattan against Oklahoma and won three of them outright. So it was like okay, you get beat, you stub your toe, then you go on the road, and they got absolutely smacked around by the Horn Frogs. Maybe the Horn Frogs are going to end up pretty good. Yeah, They've got good their team. own undefeated showdown here this weekend against Kansas. Who would have anticipated that here on the uh, second weekend of October? But nevertheless, Oklahoma's still trying to figure some things out. It's almost like they got two head coaches because Jeff Levy, the offensive coordinator, he was Lane Kiffin's guy down at Ole Miss last year. He eventually is probably going to get a head job. He's one of those, you know, offensive gurus, tempo, 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 and then tries to do that there. And then Brett Venables just basically runs the defense. The defense obviously needs a lot of work, and I think some of that is going to be helped by recruiting and just getting some better talent. I think Oklahoma was kind of like one, I don't want to say one-dimensional, but Lincoln Riley was an offensive guy, so that got prioritized. And you always just felt that Oklahoma – 
you look at some of the other elite teams or the teams that make the playoff like they have done, and it's like, man, their defensive talent is just so much better. And, and, and you know, they get stops. Oklahoma doesn't get enough stops. They get gashed for big plays. So there is some concern here. So I understand why this has been adjusted. I actually have not bet this game. So I'm going to be doing a little bit more research on this to see what I see what I want to do. Seven does seem high, but, man, the Sooners, they've been a big disappointment. They've been a really big disappointment so far this year. Where do you think this line goes? Do you think it ends up settling at seven, or do you think that maybe some Texas money comes in? Because we know like a lot of folks, their betters are fickle. Mm-hmm. We like to remember what we last saw. And mm-hmm. What we last saw were the Sooners getting run up and down the field in Fort Worth. Yeah. Do you maybe get a seven in the hook or maybe even eight? I, I Look, I, I think you're going to get two-way kind of throughout the weekend because if you look at – this is only the first, fourth time in 21 meetings and the first time since 2009 that Texas has been favored mm-hmm. against Oklahoma. Last time Texas was a bigger favorite against OU than they are right now is 1998 when they beat them 34-3. to So, you know, I think you're going to see people say, wow, Oklahoma, because they kind of see, hey, Oklahoma's kind of been the, you know, the mainstay. Texas is trying mm-hmm. to get back on the come up, and, oh, Texas is back. Well, Oklahoma at least has been here, so – I think you're going to see some uh, some uh, action on Oklahoma, so I don't anticipate this going higher than seven. There's a couple seven and a halves right there out, out there right now, but it's not a true line. I think seven basically is the market consensus. Well, Wes, looks like you uh, go ahead, went ahead and called it at the bounce house. You said turnover on downs for the SMU drive, and guess what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus 320. Hit Rice uh, there on the uh, left shoulder pad. Mordecai complaining for a flag. Uh, He's not going to get his wish, though. Yeah, and that actually sends the line to UCF laying 10.5. Total ticks back down to 52 in this game. At this point, with such a long drive taking off Mm -hmm. some of the time, the only 28 seconds left to go here Mm -hmm. in the third quarter. Are you interested in 52? I know you said 50 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait a little bit, you know, just see, see them kind of run out the clock here at the end of the Mm -hmm. third quarter, maybe uh, get a slightly better number. SMU. Yeah. They've been moving the football, but they just can't execute here in this game. But I I think the Sooners, I would imagine that I'm going to have a Sooners ticket in my pocket, Mm -hmm. but at some point between now and Saturday, just because I just, this is one of those rivalries to where, you know, it, yeah, it's, wacky, it is wackiness happens. Wackiness happens. And I think the dog is always live. And in a rivalry like this, where it's these kids all played against each other mm-hmm. around that Texas area. I mean, half of OU's team is from Texas. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these kids know each other. And, and when you have, whenever you get one of those rivalries, and also Texas, they're not any world beaters as is with Hudson Card. Right. If it was Quinn Ewers, I'd be like, all right, okay, maybe Texas, mm-hmm. their offense could really take off. But Hudson Card isn't really that kind of a guy. It's where I'd be scared to fade him. So I think the Sooners might be a ticket that's in my pocket by the time we get to Saturday. We'll talk more about some of these games here here on VSIN Live tonight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N. Dot com warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical welcome back this is Vison live bet tonight he's Wes Reynolds I'm Femi Abebefe we're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas right now over at the bounce house between SMU and UCF something funny in the broadcast there, there were about five guys that had a chance at this ball uh that that got tipped <laughs> yeah. it was an incomplete pass for Tip UCF drill. uh Third and five from the SMU 36. SMU could have came up that that might have changed the game, but UCF can't make him pay. So now in that no man's land here, I believe they lose two yards. So it's going to be fourth and seven from the 38. We'll see what Gus Malzahn elects to do if he's going to leave the offense on the field. Also, to kind of hard pivot here. We got a close game in the NBA preseason. <laughs> I know. I know. I did just kind of notice that. 109 108 Boston leading Toronto Celtics. I don't even know who that person is who's at the free throw line right now, but taking free mm-hmm. throws. Boston minus 305 over at DraftKings. Now, these are off the board, but Raptors plus 240 here, uh, as I believe he missed that free throw. So uh, we'll see if these numbers get put back up on the board. But NBA preseason got in some close games. The Sixers. I believe yeah. one by one uh, against Cleveland. I believe how, how do you not know Broderick Thomas out of Truman State? Must have missed it. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, you know, look, uh, a lot of these guys competing for a roster spot yes, either with yes. their team or with somebody else or perhaps the G League. He splits a pair, though. Timeout on the floor up yeah. at the TD North Garden, 110-108 sees. Yeah, the Hauser kid is out there. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, who got minutes mm-hmm. in the finals, he's out there. Mm-hmm. NBA moving and shaking right now but uh minus 305 boston plus 240 with the raptors 24 and a half seconds left to go in the game up in boston so we'll keep our eyes on that here uh and see if there's a buzzer beater or any sort of dramatic finish but right now ucf about to punt the yeah football pun back time for SMB. ucf they elected not to go i think they actually took a delay of game because this was fourth and eight so gonna try to pin smu deep and they did it again so it yeah. looks like they're going to get the SMU pinned on the five-yard line. So they're winning the field position battle here. UCF now minus 851 on the total. I was going to say, shout-out to the punt punter, man. The yeah. punt squad's getting it done. Yeah, they're they're making these guys, you know, drive the length of the field. And SMU, SMU just hasn't had very good field position, really, most of the night here and really hasn't. They, they actually have not done anything, by and large, in the second half. No points so far for SMU. So, uh no time like the present for Tanner Mordecai and company. 25 for 39, 264. No touchdowns. Did throw a pick earlier. So now SMU will have to take over on its own four-yard line. Total at 50 and a half. Are you still interested in maybe mm. getting in on the over? And SMU's just losing this yeah. field position battle, though. So, you know, I, I, I just haven't been uh, really encouraged. And, and they haven't run the ball really all that great. 4.2 a carry, but... You know, they're trying to run it, I think, to keep them honest, but they need some kind of big play to get down the field. And and look, when you're when you run and you and you don't gain a lot, we'll see what they do on second and eight here. One of eleven on third down. They've been terrible tonight. Well, let's get back to some of these college football lines. And I once again I want to ask you about one that's gonna happen later this weekend. TCU Kansas. I think it's a really interesting game. I think it's a safe Yeah, Tanner Mordecai yeah. got crushed. That's either a safety or somebody recovered that uh, ball at the bottom of the pile. I think it's going to be a deuce though for UCF and put them up 26-13. to I uh, haven't been go. ruled on the board. There it is. 12.41 left to go, so we'll get you a line once it uh, gets reposted, but 
Tanner Mordecai absolutely did not see that coming from the backside and took a kinda, shot in the end zone. Kind of have to get rid of it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He was kind of waiting there when you're on your when you're in your own end zone. Worst thing you could do is take a safety, or actually worse, you could turn it over in the end zone. But yeah, you, yeah, you don't you don't have that kind of time. UCF minus thirteen, yep. even money plus thirteen minus a dollar thirty on SMU, fifty two and a half on the total. God, the Knights just they're smothering SMU. In this in the second half mm-hmm. there, and now I'm uh, now going to get the ball back. I would expect that Gus, you know, will likely want to run the ball a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh, and obviously eat some clock here. So especially a lot of uh, Isaiah Bowser, the Northwestern transfer. But TCU Kansas though, Wes, I think is an interesting game. Both these teams undefeated. Game day is going to be there mm-hmm. first time in Lawrence, so we can check that team off the off the list. I believe like what four teams left. Yes. Now on the game day list that where game day has not gone to their school, but last week this line opened at five and a half. Now we sit here with the Horn Frogs seven point favorites on the road in Lawrence after TCU comes off such a massive win yeah. over Oklahoma. Kansas got a good win in their own right, winning as underdogs and rushing the field. People were making fun of Kansas for rushing mm-hmm. the field. I was like, hey, there were dogs. Mm-hmm. You can rush the field anytime you're an underdog and you win out, right? You know, might as well go ahead and I have know. a little bit of fun. I'm, I'm a cranky old fart, though, when it comes to that <laughs> stuff. So I am I'm, I'm guess I'm the no fun police. Yeah, life because, is short. Well, I was, I was wondering why Clemson was doing it and the it's, fact that I guess I wasn't time. hip to it, that yeah. they – do that after every single game. I'm like, didn't you guys win two national titles? Yeah. No, a that's a. I remember a few years ago, yeah. everyone was was going crazy. But then yeah. that's, somebody explained it and they dropped like a no, link. I know, about but how I'm they a do that every game. cantankerous old fogey when it <laughs> when it comes to that. I admit, so you, I am a get off my lawn guy. You're the field rush police. I I am. I mean, sometimes yeah, you got a storm. You know, I'm, I'm all for a good I'm field all, and a court storm, but exactly. Hey, anytime you're an underdog and you win, certain people like when you're Duke basketball no, or you're you, you know. Elite of the elite, creme de la creme. Now, then you stay your asses in the seats and just <laughs> clap and do a chant and sing the fight song. But now everything is circumstantial, though, because if you're Duke and let's say it's like 1995 when Coach K had the back issues or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's Cameron Indoor Stadium, you're 500 if you beat a good North Carolina team. Yeah. I think that's well within court Yeah, and, didn't, yeah, and the, uh, those losses all went on Pete Gaudet's record, not <laughs> Coach K's. Notice that. Matt Humans <laughs> will point that out. Get, 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 get Matt going yeah. on that discussion and he'll go forever yeah. on that. Oh, but, I remember he wrote that. Was it a poem or? Yes, the, he the, had it. He had an ode. Uh, yeah, ode a nice little uh, uh, soliloquy to uh, Coach K in his final yeah. season. But we'll, uh, we'll miss him. We we don't know if this is going to be Lance Leopold's final season in Kansas because he might be. get a big job, a Should real be. big time job. Because look, KU undefeated, and 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 I went against them. That was a loser for me last week. I had Iowa State. I think Iowa State had a lot of chances though in that game, and uh, Matt Campbell, uh, maybe it blooms off the rose for Matt Campbell because he was always the hot candidate. It's like, okay, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? Yeah, the Jets wanted him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some schools may not want him uh, after he's kind of disappointed here. Kansas, by the way, has covered eight straight games dating back to last year. I think TCU is the better team, but this is really interesting when you get those two teams that are finally ranked in the polls the first time. Mm-hmm. They were good fades. I mentioned that last week when we were talking about the uh, Friday night angle. I think there were three new teams. It was Minnesota, Florida State, and I'm trying to see who the other one was uh, that ended up losing. It was Minnesota, Florida Uh, State, and Kansas Kansas State. And all three of those teams did not cover in the first half. Now, Kansas State ended up covering for the full game. Florida State loses outright to Wake Forest, and then, uh, you know, who, who else I mentioned, uh, uh, they lost outright Minnesota as well to mm-hmm. Purdue. So you got two teams that are facing each other. So that little thing I like to use conflicts here. So I'm not totally sure what to do here. I think TCU is the better team. They're number three in the nation in terms of the yards per play margin, plus 3.3, which mm-hmm. is a massive margin. So look, uh, you know, Kansas they got out game by 100 yards last week. Iowa State missed three field goals. Why Matt Campbell was setting it up for a three at the end there with that <laughs> freshman kicker, I don't know. It's but, terrible. you know, Kansas, you know, so it's like, okay, do you fade him again or do you think, okay, they got away with one? And now they're going to come and they're going to be focused immediately. I think the number is about right. You're actually starting to see once some seven showed, people jumped in on Kansas. So, now you're starting to see it's mostly six and a half in the market, or it's a week seven on TCU where it's seven even. So to take the uh, full seven, you can lay 120 with the dog. And even though it doesn't apply to this game, but the examples you used 
with last week's slate, I think it's a really good tip and some good advice for people to kind of keep in mind when betting in college football and maybe even college basketball as well. These teams that become newly ranked, mm-hmm. once everyone on campus starts patting them on the back yeah. and everyone, there's all this hype about them, maybe that's a good time and, to fade some of those teams, especially when they're not used to having that sort and, of success. And the new teams this week, by the way, I mentioned TCU and Kansas, UCLA, is in that spot with that nice win over Washington. They get Utah this weekend. Uh, Syracuse does have a bye, but they'll get NC State. We talked about that with Matt Grill in the uh, look-ahead lines. Mississippi State now ranked, Cincinnati now ranked, and LSU now ranked. So I'm going to play that angle at least a couple times. I might not play every single situation, and you don't have to either. But looking at that first half and maybe a little bit of half-and-half split, first half full game, I think there's something to that because that team has that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Everybody's telling them how great Puffing they do, their chests out and a then they bit. come out absolutely flat. And that was our pro tip for the hour. All our pro tips are available for Veasan Pro subscribers at Veasan.com/tips. That does it for hour number one. Hour number two, more college football on the other side. Also, an overtime game at the Garden here on Veasan Live Bet tonight. Nobody covers football weekends like VSIN. Wake up with live editions of the Lombardi Line Saturdays and Sundays at 10 a.m. A key component to this game before betting is Donovan Smith going to play. Get updates and strategy on the biggest season-long tournaments, season-long tournaments, season-long tournaments, season-long... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.